Melbourne and welcome to the Sports Desk and your Friday afternoon, Friday the 28th of April. I'm Sam and Hennett with you again uh, with a massive weekend of sport coming up ahead. Uh, just myself this afternoon, <laughs> the rest of the team are off doing uh, their own thing today, but it's uh, just me, but we'll be uh, delving into plenty of sports news across the world as we get straight into this interesting story um, coming out of the EuroLeague in basketball Dante Exum has been body slammed in a EuroLeague basketball fight between Real Madrid and Partizan Belgrade. Um, Crazy story so far. So the game was suspended with less than two minutes left after a brawl between the players from both teams. Uh, Real Madrid was losing 95-80 to at at home and uh, about to go down 2-0 in their playoff series. Uh, when a hard foul by Madrid guard Sergio Liel and American forward Kevin Punter upset partisan players uh, and led the benches being cleared. Punches were thrown and a couple of players, including the Australian Dante Exum, uh, were tossed to the ground by opponents during the melee uh, in the Spanish capital. Exum was helped up from the court by trainers after the brawl and officials spent several minutes watching replays before deciding to call off the game with one minute and 40 seconds left. Uh, EuroLeague's website said the victory was awarded to Partisan Belgrade. The third game of the best of five series uh, is scheduled to take place on Tuesday in Belgrade. Partisan won the first game in Madrid 89-87. So... Gee, a lot of heat in the game with one minute 40 seconds to call it. You'd hate for them having to play that again. Um, a lot of fire in uh, the EuroLeague. There's been a few crazy stories coming out of there. Uh, banks be excited for the, the FIBA because um, maybe it's controversial, but I, I feel like it's a much better version of uh, basketball than the NBA. Less stoppages and, and things like that. But people probably won't be happy with me saying that. But... Um, yeah, interesting one out of there. Uh, another strange story here, and, uh, well, if you're a Tottenham fan, um, look, best of luck to you. Uh, Tottenham players have issued a public apology for their 6-1 defeat at Newcastle and offered to reimburse fans with the cost of their match tickets. Spurs were humiliated on Sunday, falling 5-0 behind uh, in, an opener, uh, sorry, in a nightmare opening 21 minutes at St James Park. Interim head coach uh, Christian Stellini was sacked on Monday after less than a month in charge, with Tottenham chairman Daniel Levy labelling the lacklustre defeat wholly unacceptable. Uh, so, crazy things for a start. I can't think of many times where an interim coach has been <laughs> sacked in the process of them finding a new one. Uh, but crazy, 5-0 within 20 minutes... Insane, insane for a team, and and that was a, a really important game in the the battle for top four, giving up their spot well and truly now. Uh, and when you think of the likes that they've got out in the park, Tottenham, it is such a shock um, to see them do that, throw that out when the pressure is on. So interesting to see how they perform this weekend, and we'll go through the Premier League later in the show. 
Uh, also in big news, Prime, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese uh, is headed down to Tasmania this weekend. Uh, he's launched Launceston's Utah Stadium upgrades ahead of uh, the looming Hobart AFL Stadium announcement. The federal government will spend $65 million on upgrades at Utah Stadium in Launceston um, and uh, expected to announce $240 million funding pledged for Macquarie Point tomorrow, uh, paving the way for a new Hobart Stadium. Um, and it's been really exciting this week hearing, because I know for months and months it's the speculation's been on the line, but this is the final hurdle for the 20th licence, uh, and I think it's absolutely massive, um, and they well and truly deserve a team down there, and I can't wait to go down there. I reckon that's going to be a fun trip, fun away trip, maybe getting on the spirit of Tasmania and going down for a few games. Um, I've actually never been down to Tasmania, so that is definitely on the bucket list. And with a footy team and a nice spanking new stadium, um, it sounds incredible. So hopefully that's what happens tomorrow um, and really big for the region. We've seen what footy can do in, in cities, especially footy at a footy state because um, we, we know they've been crying out forever um, because they're in a U- unique position where they are footy lovers already and they're not unknown like the New South Wales and Queensland where there's a bit of a battle already. This is this is fair ground that we know that it's going to do well. Um, so excited to see that in the next coming years. Now, I'm not sure when they're expected to come in. I think it's five or six years um, going to take them to get ready. And uh, I noticed pr- previously um, incoming teams like each the Gold Coast and the Giants had a year in the VFL just to bring up the development a bit before they started, so they may do that similar sort of program again. Uh, but that's massive for fans in uh, Tasmania. Uh, also in the news, the NRL is set to ban St George Illawarra player Francis Molo uh, for two games after he pleaded guilty to a domestic violence offence committed before Christmas. The 28-year-old had pleaded guilty in Port Kembla Court last month to use one charge of stalking or intimidation with intent to cause fear of physical or mental harm. He avoided a criminal conviction and was sentenced to a conditional release to order to a period of 18 months. The NRL issued the Dragons play with a breach notice yesterday over the incident, so he will miss two games. Uh, but that's I think that's a pretty stirring kind of thing, and um, I'm not sure what else... Um, but I think two games is probably not enough. When you, when you, I know this is an interesting area, but uh, when you kind of strike beyond, um, kind of pillars of being, uh, especially when you're a sportsman and you're held at a, a higher level, um, I think that's probably not good enough. But uh, we'll see what happens with that. Um, uh, but we've got a big show to get into today. Plenty to come uh, ne- next week. Uh, sorry, next we'll be delving into uh, AFL Round Seven, massive game to kick off tonight. St Kilda and Port Adelaide. We'll get into that. All the ins and outs. Uh, we've also got in the show today Premier League, A League. It's the last round of the A League. Uh, um, Final, final home and away fixtures this weekend before the final, so that's massive. The NBA finals are underway uh, and all of that to cover. So that's all coming up on the Sports Desk on your Friday afternoon. I'm Sam Hinnett taking the show solo today uh, for the Sports Desk on Sin. Hard fire, living for the weekend on the Sports Desk on your Friday afternoon. It's time to get into round seven of the AFL. <laughs> 
And just under two and a half hours, St Kilda and Port Adelaide uh, will take Marble Stadium at 7.50pm tonight. Uh, St Kilda have named um, out Marcus Winhager as a sub. Um, announced no other changes than that. Port Adelaide have named Charlie Dixon and Jace Burgoyne. Out Kane Farrell, Todd Marshall uh, and Tom Jonas. Uh, it's an interesting one. St Kilda uh, keeping their good run. A big win uh, over the Blues last weekend. And uh, Port Adelaide, I'm just trying to <laughs> remember their last game. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. Easy stretch for them last weekend. A 40-point win over the West Coast Eagles. Interesting. Um, both teams, like I've already been, I've said lots of weeks here on the sports desk that have been absolutely shocked with St Kilda and still continue to be um, with their, a lot of injuries pre-season. Did not expect to see uh, them where they are and um, on top of the bladder, <laughs> which is bizarre. Bizarre. Um, not to get the hopes up of uh, Saints fans um but I remember them having a big, exciting start to their season last year uh, and then it coming down a cliff. I d- I'm not saying that this is going to happen this time around, uh, but I'm enjoying what Ross the Boss is doing. Uh, I think this brings back a lot of nostalgia for uh, St Kilda fans um, from the early noughties. Uh, so, interesting. Um, I don't know what to feel about this game. First versus seventh. Port Adelaide are coming up as well. They've had some up and downs. Uh, so far, but I've seen an improvement from them as well. Uh, Charlie Dixon's a massive uh, get for them. Uh, but the last three weeks for them, um, they had that massive win, um, well, that <laughs> crazy finish uh, over the Swans. Um, they bet the Dogs in Gather Round by 14 points, and of course then the the Eagles then. So interesting, uh, we'll, we'll go through the stats of... Um, some of the, uh, sorry, the power from last weekend. Now, I know it was a bit of a, well, training cones kind of game for them. Connie Ro- Con- sorry, Connor Rosie, 29 disposals for him. Zach Butters, 25. Uh, Drew had 25 as well. Wines, 25. And goal scorers, Finlayson, got five goals too last weekend. So massive. But uh, Charlie Dixon coming into that side does uh, help out a lot for them. Uh, unfortunately, uh, though, uh, I think I'm not sure if it was the weekend before, but uh, Mitch Jordiardis, along, um, he's got a major injury. I'll double check what that is, but um, unfortunately for him, uh, there'll be no Mitch Jordiardis. It's been a good young, sorry, young up and coming player. Uh, St Kilda, on the other hand, last week, um, go through there. The Blues, uh, well. Uh, I'm a blue supporter, if you don't know, so I'm going to talk to this game uh, in-depthly because I'm very unhappy, but uh, that's besides the point. No, a massive game. Uh, Dan Butler, three goals, one for him in that game. Owens um, really continues to shine. Two goals for him. Uh, and Membry had one goal, two. Disposals-wise, last week for, for them, um, Sinclair got 27, uh, Seb Ross 24. Uh, so interesting. Uh, look, I'm going to take. I think my home crowd at Marvel. I think uh, that's going to be a really big base for the Saners this year, and I think they're going to roll on. I think they've surprised so many people. Uh, Port have got a really good side, but uh, I think uh, away at home to a big crowd at Marvel tonight should be the edge for the Saints, and uh, the Saints keep marching on. I think. Uh, moving on to Saturday, uh, 1.45pm from the Gabba. It's Brisbane Lions hosting Fremantle. Uh, Brisbane Lions have named Ryan Lester 
out Dara Joyce and Jared Lyons. Fremantle have named Nathan O'Driscoll, Sam Switkow. <laughs> this name, Switkowski. Oh, that's a tricky one. Out Corey Wagner, Josh Corbett, uh, and Michael Frederick. Um, back to the Brisbane's home where they want to be playing games because they seem to be, well, they've got a really good record at home at the Gabba. Uh, their last couple of weeks, Brisbane, um, just looking at recent results. Uh, had that massive win at home against uh, the Pies by 33 points. Uh, then they, um, in gather round, absolutely destroyed the Kangaroos by 75. Um, and in round six, uh, had a massive win. So they're on a roll, a bit of a roll, the uh, Lions at the moment. 21 points in their last game against the Giants. So Fremantle's good test. Um I don't know where to see them. I, I think they've still got a lot of promise, Fremantle, but they're not showing um, maybe some of the game style and uh, the performance that they definitely had uh, last year and um, losing a few players um, last season. Uh, it was very interesting watching Rory Lobb play against them last weekend. Uh, some feisty crowd at Optus. <laughs> a couple of rude signs. Uh, the crowd did not like him, um, but it was so interesting to to see that uh, a player, um, after defeating a team in a final, would then move to that team the next season. <laughs> Very bizarre. Um, uh, but Fremantle's form, uh, they lost to Adelaide in round four uh, by 39. Um, won against the Suns in gather rounds. And um, i just seeing, yeah, I've just mentioned 46 49 points. They were in the game for a little bit against the Dogs, but then they just fell away, fell away. So, look, I, I still think maybe there's room for them, well, much room, I can't speak today, much room for improvement uh, for them, but uh, uh, I think the Lions are going to be massively too strong at the Gabba, 6th versus 13th. Uh, 2.10 on Saturday afternoon, so Sydney Swans... Uh, playing the GWS Giants at the SCG, 2.10pm. The Battle of the Harbour Bridge. Uh, Sydney Swans of name, Angus uh, Sheldrick, Lance Franklin and Tom McCann. Out, Justin uh, McInerney, uh, Matt Roberts, Robbie Fox and Will Gould. GWS Giants of name, Callum M. Brown, T- Toby Bedford, uh, Bedford, sorry, Tom Green. Uh, out, Adam Kennedy, Callum Ward, uh, Harry Rouston and Sam Taylor. Interesting one here. I'd, Swans have had a massive uh, start to the season, but a bit of a hiccup. <laughs> well, a massive hiccup. 93-point hiccup uh, against the Premier's Geelong, uh, their first game at back at GMHBA. I was totally perplexed with that. I tipped Swans. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I was definitely shown up with that one. Um, must be something. I honestly thought they would have come out there, but... Uh, Maybe the pressure of their first home game in unveiling the flag, uh, Geelong finally strung a few wins together, put the, really put the pressure on them. To um, and uh, Sydney just weren't uh, expecting that. Um, but apart from that game, uh, Sydney have looked pretty strong. Um, uh, round four, uh, well, the Port game, so they didn't win that one. Um, a big win against Sydney, uh, sorry, a big win against Richmond in Gather Round. Um, and yeah, that one. But uh, look, I, I still think they look like a very exciting side. Um, 
So this is going to be an interesting one to look out to. And Giants probably had a disappointing run so far. Um, pressure's on them, I think, a bit this year with the new coach. Uh, they had a massive win in Gather Round by Hawks by two points. Uh, what a thriller that finished. Um, and then uh, in round six, just gone, uh, just looking here. I've forgotten. Where are they? <laughs> can't see oh yeah um went down to brisbane a bit uh looking at the performance in that game uh daniels four goals one for them xavier halloran three goals um and 41 disposals for kelly caniglio 38 so i think there's room for giants improvement massively uh and uh well I think the pressure will be on Sydney a bit after that walloping. Maybe a bit of damper on the confidence, but uh, they all should step up uh, for a big Battle of the Bridge on Saturday afternoon. I'm going to take the Swans. They'll bounce back here. But you never know. Giants could upset this. Um, we move on to Saturday twilight afternoon, 4.35pm. Uh, it's the Western Bulldogs and Hawthorne uh, at Marvel Stadium. Uh, Western Bulldogs have named Bailey Smith out Toby McLean, Tom Libertore, Hawthorne have named Josh Ward, Josh Weddle, Max Ramsden, Mitch Lewis and Will Day, out Cam McKenzie, Connor McDonald, Denver Granger, Barras, Jack Scrimshaw, Max Lynch and Ned Long. So massive changes for the Hawks. Um, look, um, struggling year. Uh, I think they'll be very upset that they only went down to Adelaide by three points. But a young side, very young side, um, and Western Bulldogs continue to show me up. Um, uh, I still don't know where to sit them. Uh, strange side. Um, they look like a good side for one part of the year and then look like a terrible side for the other. So I don't know where they sit. Uh, I still think they're going to win a few more to really convince me. Um, I just don't know what it is about them, but I'm not convinced on them. Uh, I do believe they'll probably win this game, though. Um, um, uh, 4.35 at Marvel. Uh, seems to be their good home spot. Marvel perform well there. Uh, Hawthorne might give them a crack with some of the young guys, just letting them roam free a bit in their kind of rebuild years. Uh, but uh, I'm going to take the dogs pretty comfortably there. Moving on to Saturday night, uh, Melbourne. Uh, host North Melbourne at the MCG, 7.25pm. Uh, Melbourne have named Josh Shackey out, Bailey Laurie, Harrison Petty. Uh, North Melbourne named Callan Coleman-Jones, Jai Sinkin, out, Daniel Howe, Luke Davies-Uniac and Will Phillips. Um, Melbourne's the other one. They, uh, I mean, a massive win, uh, three-goal win for them against Richmond um, on Monday. Uh, tight game big crowd for that was um, really impressed with the crowds last season um, for the Anzac Eve game uh, but disappointing the week before 27 points <laughs> lost to Essendon uh, so I, I, I thought it was they were going to be one of those teams that will strike up back the ladder this year but uh, not the perfect start from them but I do believe they will keep it rolling on here against the Kangaroos um, tough year for them. It's going to be for Roos fans. But uh, Clarko's held up pretty well so far. Uh, I think uh, most people would probably have them a tiny bit lower uh, at this point in the season so far. Um, but, yeah, it should be a clean win for Melbourne uh, on Saturday night. The other Saturday night game, 
Uh, 7.30, Optus Stadium, the West Coast Eagles host Carlton. Uh, West Coast Eagles have named Shannon Hearn, Xavier O'Neill, out Luke Shuey, Rhett Bazo, and Zane True. Carlton have named Adam Saad, Brody Kemp and Sam Doherty, out Jesse Motlop, Lachlan Cowan, um, Lockie O'Brien and Matthew Kennedy. So, interesting one, uh, but I'm about to put my Carlton hat on <laughs> and come out because... The week before, I was pretty sandened against Adelaide. Uh, I was disappointed, very disappointed. But last weekend, I was angry. I was very angry after the game. Um, We almost seem like we're in a worse position than we were last season. Um, And I'm hoping they just put the claws in and uh, really need to just wallop the Eagles here. Um, Yeah. Not happy. Uh, uh, but massive, though. Sam Doherty, uh, I thought he would have still been a couple of weeks away. That is a surprise that he is back in this quick. Uh, it makes me worry, though, that they're not, not rushing him um, because we seem to have a lot of kind of uh, muscle um, kind of injuries like the lower like calf and kind of uh, hamstring-type things, which are exactly what, was what Adam Saad was out with, so... Look, I hope uh, they are right and uh, good to go. Um, but interesting, they really need to perform here um, if they want to be serious this season. Uh, but I feel like um, and I was listening to lots of content throughout the week, Carlton fan content, and uh, uh, a lot of them are saying we really haven't, um, since the midway point of last season against the Sydney game, um, there's not been much an improvement since then. In fact, we've probably gone a bit backwards. So this is a game where they need to come back with four points or don't come back at all because, uh, yeah, <laughs> 17th versus 8th. I mean, no excuses with this one. Uh, West Coast have had a terrible season, uh, um, really injury-prone, like probably the worst batted by injuries uh, over the last couple of years, the West Coast Eagles. There was a stat the other day, um, and uh, they've had an interesting year. Um, probably worse for wear, but um, yeah, but losing to Port by 40 last week and then the week before, um, uh, yeah, another bashing by Geelong. So I don't expect much of them, but I'm going to take the Blues here. Sunday we move on to now one ten pm at the MCG, Essendon and Geelong. Uh, Essendon have named Anthony McDonald, Tip and Woody, Massimongo, D'Ambrosio, Nick Hind, Zach Merritt, out Owen Davy Jr., Dyson Heppel, Jane Laverde, and Jai Menzi, Wills Snelling. Uh, Geelong have named Jed Buse, out Cameron Guthrie, and Mitch Nevitt. Uh, interesting one. This is the old, ye old country game at the MCG. <laughs> the strange uh, <laughs> invention by former Essendon coach. Um, oh no, his name's gone. But you know all <laughs> talking about waves of flare. Started the um, waving the scarf around. The, oh no, how have I forgotten it? That's one of those afternoons for me, I think. Um, interesting game, I reckon, this one. Essendon have um, really shocked me this season. This is another team that I'm still hoping will kind of prove me right and fall back down the ladder. But they haven't done that as of yet. Um, and. 
look, they'll be very um, upset with themselves after that final quarter performance in the Anzac Day clash against Collingwood. Uh, looked really good for most of the game and then just let that final quarter slip and Collingwood just really came at them hard. Geelong have finally showed up to 2023. Uh, still were probably partying those first couple of games. Um, and, uh, wow, we'll see if that's a blip. But um, I reckon this is going to be an exciting game. And I'm really struggling with my tip here, I, which is strange for an Essendon game. I, I think... Um, the experience of the Cats will roll them. But uh, I think we'll see an, in, an exciting output from Essendon. Um, whether they maintain this for the next couple of rounds, I don't know. But uh, I, I'm going to take the Cats here. Maybe only just, just. I think uh, Essendon will give them a good task at that for the country game. Uh, also on Sunday afternoon, 3.20pm from Marvel Stadium, Richmond Tigers take on the Gold Coast Suns. Richmond have named Ivan Soldo, Jack Ross, Nathan Broad, Tyler Sonsi. Out Dion Prestia, Hugo Rowsmith, uh, Judson Clark, uh, Morris Rioli and uh, Ryan Mansell. Gold Coast Suns have named Alex Davies, Alex Sexton, Rory Atkins. Out Levi Casbolt, uh, Mac Andrew, Malcolm Roses and Took Miller. Uh, interesting game, this one. I really think this could be a chance for the Gold Coast Suns trying to snap something up. Uh, I think the Tigers have had a dreadful season uh, this year and uh, they're slipping down um, and uh, they don't like playing at Marvel at all, Richmond. They really don't like playing there. Even the coaches said it many times. So could be at the picking here. Suns have had an interesting couple of weeks. Um Maybe a bit dis- more disappointing on their half, actually, although last weekend, massive win for the Suns, 43 points uh, against the Roos, uh, going down by 10 points to Frio the week before, um, and 53-point uh, loss to the Saints the weekend before. Uh, but I, I thought they'd be one of the teams probably on the up a little bit, the Suns, yet to really prove themselves. Um but this is a game at the taking for them, and I'm uh, just debating <laughs> right now whether I'll take them or not. You know what? I'm going to take them. I'm going to take them. Put on the Suns bandwagon for me this weekend. Marvel Stadium, 3.20. I think they're going to roll the struggling, wounded Tigers. And to round out round seven, Adelaide Crows take on uh, Collingwood at 4.40pm Twilight Sunday. Adelaide Oval, uh, massive game this one. Um... Ned McHenry only change at the moment release for Adelaide. Collingwood have named Nathan Murphy and Taylor Adams out. Scott Pendlebury uh, injured with that poke in the eye. He's not recovered from that, um, so he's going to miss this game, unfortunately, for the Collingwood fans. Trey Rusco uh, and Will Kelly. Uh, Massive game to end off. A lot lot of these games in the last couple of weeks (laughs) have interesting being blockbusters, uh, unexpected blockbusters, and I'm being really excited by uh, the way of Adelaide have played this season and um, this will be a blockbuster of a game. Adelaide's recent form, um, just looking here, Adelaide uh, win over the Crows by three points, sorry, win over the Hawks by three points, a big win over Carlton, start the gather round by 56 and the week before that, um, week before that, where is it? Ah, yes, sorry. 39 points over the Dockers. So I, I think they've shown um, their midfield 
forward. Really exciting football to watch from them. Really good brand of footy. Uh, exciting to watch. So I don't mind watching them at the moment. And uh, Collingwood, uh, well, their tails will be up after winning Anzac Day. Probably one of the biggest Anzac Days of recent years uh, on footy-wise, both teams being top four. And 95,000 crowd. Uh, insane. Insane. So... Um, I don't know where to feel about this one. Uh, I think maybe uh, the Crows might shock um, Collingwood away from home. Um, and interesting to take in the fact that uh, uh, Collingwood did play a game only recent weeks against uh, where they were home, the home team against St Kilda there. So <laughs> I don't know if that plays into their minds a bit as well. Uh, but uh, I'm going to take the Crows... Um, at home against Collingwood to round out round seven, which has been exciting. Round seven already, crazy stuff. But we'll go through the top eight. Uh, St Kilda, Collingwood, Melbourne, Essendon, Adelaide, Brisbane, Port and Carlton round out the top eight. And the bottom half, Geelong, Sydney, Western Bulldogs, GWS, Fremantle, Gold Coast Suns, North Melbourne, Richmond, West Coast Eagles and Hawthorne. So that's round seven. Um, only... Uh, two hours and fourteen two hours and fourteen minutes away from the bounce at Marvel Stadium tonight. Massive gain. Saints and Port Adelaide from Marvel. Uh, so when we come back, we'll be talking the round ball game, uh, the final home and away game of the A League. Sorry, A League round tonight before finals. Um, Melbourne City and a Western Sydney Wanderers. Massive um, game. Can't wait to get into that. All up next on the Sports Desk on your Friday afternoon. The Jungle Giants feel the way I do on the Sports Desk on your Friday afternoon. Sam and Hennett with you here on the Sports Desk. And it's time to get into some round ball. Wow, what a massive couple of days it's been in the Premier League. <laughs> I'm a little excited um, because there is the potential now. We'll go through the table in a minute, but we'll go through some of the recent uh, results on Wednesday. So the cramming in games at the moment because uh, the um, uh, FA Cup um, and Champions League and some of the uh, coming close to their final finish. And, of course, there's only... Uh, well, it's been match day 33 or 38, so not too many games left uh, of the season. So we'll start off here. Wolves uh, win for them on Wednesday, 2-0 against Crystal Palace. Aston Villa had a 1-0 win over Fulham. I've been so surprised with Aston Villa. They had a shaky season uh, to start off with. Um, and weirdly, I thought they looked better. I was more optimistic of them last year, and they fell away. But they've started bad and come up this year. So uh, well done to the villains who might even get a, a European spot it's on the card. So uh, good for Villa fans out there. Leeds United drew with Leicester City 1-1 on Wednesday. Um, yesterday, Nottingham Forest defeated Brighton 3-1. Massive win for them on fighting relegation Forest. Uh, Brentford defeated Chelsea 2-0. <laughs> They're having a shocker of a season, Chelsea. It just doesn't stop. I think they just want the final whistle on the year to be blown uh, so they can get into the off-season. Liverpool, on the other hand, 2-1 win over West Ham. Man City defeated Arsenal 4-1. 
We'll get back to that. Southampton uh, went down to Bournemouth 1-0. Newcastle defeated Everton today 4-1. And Tottenham and Man United drew 2-2. And as I mentioned earlier in the opening of the show, the (laughs) shocking week before Tottenham on the weekend, uh, where they were 5-0 down from the 20 minutes mark and uh, um, all the travelling fans have been paid for by the players. Which I think is pretty good. I think it's pretty good. Um, Newcastle is very far on the train from uh, London, so uh, good for the travelling fans. Uh, fans are number one, in my opinion, uh, especially travelling fans that go to all that effort and to see 5-0 <laughs> down after 20 minutes. Shocking. Okay, Man City Arsenal. All right, we'll get into that. Kevin De Bruyne started off seventh minute, uh, 54th he also scored. John Stone uh, right on the brink of halftime, and then Erling Haaland, which, if you haven't seen the footage, he's had his hair, taken out the hair tie, <laughs> his uh, Norwegian um, Viking hair out, and it's glorious. Uh, but I think, really, that shapes the way for the title. This was so much pressure on Arsenal after the last couple of weeks dropping points, not having a win in four games. Uh uh, after leading since pretty much November on top of the ladder, uh, it's very, very disappointing from them. It was always going to be hard to win away at the Etihad for them. They hadn't won there since 2015, um, and Pep Guardiola has never lost to Arsenal, so there's that as well. Um, but uh, look, on paper it should be really... Uh, uh, well, on paper's another thing. You, you don't play your games on paper, so <laughs> it's only what's written there. But uh, both teams have an interesting run uh, back to the end of the year. Um, and I'll just go through. I'll bring this up. Um, had this yesterday. So the final fixtures remaining. For City, on uh, they've got Fulham, West Ham, Leeds, uh, Real Madrid in the Champions League, Everton, Real Madrid, the second leg, Chelsea, Brighton and Brentford, um, and Arsenal, uh, have Chelsea, Newcastle, Brighton, Nottingham Forest and Wolves left. Um, so on the table, they are currently two points ahead uh, and City's got two games in hand, so 75 points at the moment. Um, if they manage to steer the ship from here and not drop any points, um, but the thing is City's got those two games in hand, so it's going to be very difficult and they're probably relying on City to lose a couple uh, which I, to be honest, I'm a bit worried about because we're so deep in uh, uh, Champions League with the semi-final as well. There's a lot of pressure on that. Uh, Pep wants to win that trophy so bad, the Champions League. That's always been the one to escape him. So there'll be pressure on that. Uh, so I don't know. I, I think mentally um, for some of these players, uh, I think it was going to be... In this game, I, I feel like if Arsenal had won that game, they probably might have taken the title away. But uh, it's probably they've made it really hard for themselves here. Uh, but it's going to be an exciting finish, of course, and it continues this weekend uh, as well. We'll go through the upcoming games. Um, tomorrow it begins an early one, Crystal Palace versus West Ham, 9.30pm. Uh, we love that, the early times. Brighton and Wolves, Sunday midnight uh, or Saturday night. Um, Brentford, Nottingham Forest, midnight, same time. Man United, Aston Villa, uh, Sunday, 11pm. Uh, Fulham versus Manchester City, Sunday, 11pm. Bournemouth and Leeds United, Sunday, 11pm. Newcastle, Sunday... Sorry, Newcastle versus Southampton, Sunday, 11pm as well. Liverpool, Tottenham, 
Monday, 1.30am. Leicester City and Everton, Tuesday, 5am. And Arsenal, Chelsea, Wednesday, 5am. Ooh, that's interesting. Uh, can <laughs> can Chelsea upset their rivals after having such a struggling year uh, to do that and pretty much maybe end um, the trophy, well, the title run for Arsenal? Interesting. So exciting games to go through, but we'll go through the table as it is. So Arsenal, as I mentioned, on top on 75 points. Man City in uh, second, 73 points. Newcastle have jumped to third, 62 points. Uh, Man United fourth, 60. Tottenham, uh, 54 points. Um, Dropping back, as I said, after that horrible loss, if they want to hang on. Aston Villa just outside that, 54 points as well. Liverpool, um, seventh, Brighton eighth, Brentford ninth, Fulham tenth, Chelsea eleventh, Crystal Palace twelfth, Wolves thirteenth, Bournemouth fourteenth, uh, and then this is where it gets interesting. Um, West Ham fifteenth on thirty four points, um, Leeds thirty points, Nottingham thirty points, Leicester City in the relegation zone on twenty nine, Everton twenty eight, and Southampton twenty. So it's going to be very interesting on both ends of the table. Uh, And congratulations to the two upcoming teams that have already been announced to come into the season next year out of the championship. Um, Just let me get that back up. I think one of them was Sheffield United um, and Burnley. They were the two uh, uh, being confirmed so far. So congratulations to them. Vincent Company at the helm of Burnley, so not surprised they're coming back up. Um, but it's going to be interesting. Um, we move back home now. A League massive final home and around. Foam, sorry, final home and away round. And a big shout out to uh, Jamie McLaren, who last weekend uh, tipped over the goal scoring record, the highest goal scorer in the A League uh, history, overpassing Bessar Borussia who had the helm for uh, a while now, but to get it up on one of your rivals like that, uh, uh, and he's been massive for the A-League. Uh, it's been really good. Um, come back in, coming back from Scotland a few years ago to play here and commit to play here for um, many years, and uh, to be at Melbourne City makes me very happy. So, um, uh, no, massive for him and uh, massive opportunity tonight. We'll go through the final round of the home and away season for the A-League. And it kicks off tonight um, with two games. Uh, Adelaide United take on the Central Coast Mariners, 7.45pm. Um, also tonight, Melbourne City hosts Western Sydney Wanderers, where they will whip, uh, where they will lift the trophy plate, uh, the Premier's plate, sorry. Um, massive. Uh, their third one in a row, Melbourne City. Uh, massive. Um, MacArthur will play Wellington Phoenix tomorrow from 5pm Sydney FC will play the Newcastle Jets from 5pm Melbourne Victory will play Brisbane Raw tomorrow 7.45 and Perth Glory will play Western United from 10pm and we look at the table uh, which it's unless some drastic thing happens um, it's going to stay the way the top six will be Melbourne City Adelaide United, sorry, Adelaide United, Central Coast Mariners, Western Sydney Wanderers, Sydney FC, and Wellington Phoenix. So massive. Get down to Amy Park if you want to see Melbourne City lift the Premier's plate tonight. And the uh, the A League Women's Grand Final is Saturday night. Uh, Western United will play Sydney FC from 4 p.m. on Saturday um, at Combank Stadium in Sydney. 
Uh, so massive for them. Western United can go back to back with uh, men's and a women's team. Interesting for them, although their uh, men's side missing out of finals this time round. Uh, but we'll be playing at their uh, um, training stadium for next year. So that's good for everyone down in the West. Um, when we come back, we'll get to into uh, some NBA and round out the show. It's been um, a great afternoon to be with you this Friday uh, on the Sports Desk. That's all ahead next, uh, right here on Sin. Uh, nothing but thieves itch on the Sports Desk. Uh, I got to see them play last night at the Forum and it was very good for the fifth time I've seen them. So I couldn't help but play them today. Uh, great band. They'll be a grooving the move this weekend. So uh, if you're around in Bendigo that way, I would 100% recommend. Now, I'm going to bring an old friend to the show. Uh, you may, may may remember him, may not. Uh, Jay Singh is going to take us through some of the NBA finals. <laughs> if I can <laughs> fix the bloody sound on this thing. Um, can you hear me? Ah, there we go. Um, massive time for the moment. Great to have you back on the show, Jay. <laughs> How are you? Yeah, thanks for having me, Sam. <laughs> it's been a long time since we spoke. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a well. while. Um, but ex- exciting times. Take us through uh, some of your thoughts and feelings um, and a bit of the crazy things that are happening at the moment uh, in America in the NBA. Yeah, so today uh, Boston defeated the Hawks uh, 128 to 120. They won that series 4-2, so they moved to the semifinals over in the East. Uh, yeah, there were some interesting results. Uh, Miami is probably the biggest one, being the Bucks 4-1. Um, they were the eighth seed coming out of the play-in, um, and they managed to make it all the way to the semifinals. They're going to be playing the New York Knicks in the semifinal. That's two yes, the Knicks. Two teams did not expect to have in a semifinal. Um, the Bucks were the number one seed. They're gone. Uh, Cavaliers are gone, who are the fourth seed. Uh, Boston, obviously, today winning their game. They will play the Philadelphia 76ers in the semis. Uh, over in the West, we've only got one semifinal confirmed. It's the Denver Nuggets, the first seed, playing the fourth seed Suns. Uh, we've still got another semi-final to be confirmed. So tomorrow, for us Australians, we've got two games with the Kings and the Warriors in Game 6. Currently, the Warriors lead that 3-2, so they can finish that off tomorrow at 10 a.m. at the Chase Centre in San Fran. Then we've got 12.30, Lakers versus Grizzlies. Lakers can also clinch that 4-2 if they win. Uh, so obviously the winner of those two will play the second semifinal in the West. Um, but yeah, I think the the East has been the craziest, as I was mentioning. Watching the Miami games, just could not believe what I've seen. Um, Jimmy Butler is obviously the player that's just proved to be the most effective this playoffs, I reckon. Yep. Um, just carrying the load for them, really, which has been great to see. Everyone loves Jimmy Butler, so it's always good to see him do good. Um, but yeah, I'll be interested to watch that Heat and the Knicks game. That's probably the game so far. It's the yep. most interesting. I think last time you were on the um, show and I was pumping up the Knicks, they were nowhere near a playoffs. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of memes about the Knicks. Um, there still is occasionally, but um, they're proving the haters wrong at the moment yep. of uh, getting that job done with the Cavaliers. So see how they go against the Heat. I, I reckon, um, I don't know, that game's going to be close. Uh, I feel like... Jimmy Butler's got a lot on his plate at the moment. To do what he did against the Bucks again would be 
incredible. Um, but if he does it again, can't see why they can't make the final in the in the East. Um, again, with the Celtics and the Sixers, that's also going to be a close one because the Philadelphia 76ers have had a lot of rest compared to the Celtics, so that might play to their advantage. Um, and the Nuggets and the Suns, that's also going to be interesting. Um, obviously, Suns have Kevin Durant now. Um, then you've got Booker and obviously Chris Paul and the others. Uh, Nuggets with Jokic, Murray, Porter, all those guys. So good matchups and a couple matchups still to come before we confirm every matchup for the semifinals. But those two games tomorrow should be interesting. Yeah. Who are some of the maybe the standouts that, um, I mean, I've been asking this a few times because I, I find it really interesting to players that maybe are a bit quiet, but as soon as the uh, playoffs comes about, they come out and uh, become showstoppers. Who, who, who have you seen that have just come out of the woodwork? <laughs> uh, well, it's hard to say, like, I mean, Jimmy Butler, I feel like he... He's always been good, but in the playoffs, he's just taken it to another level, which is hard to do considering how good he is already. But what he did against the Bucks is probably something you'll remember for a long time as an NBA fan because, it's, um, yeah, it was literally him and no one else, honestly, the way he played. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there's so many standouts at the moment that um, you probably expect the big players to step up in the playoffs, and they all really have. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's still hard to say where every team is at, at the moment. I feel like it's a very open playoffs this season. Anyone could be anyone as we've seen with Miami and the Bucks. Um, so yeah, I don't know who's going to honestly pull it out. Obviously everyone has a role to play in their team. Um, so we'll see how the semis paying out, but I am liking the way that all the teams are playing. I can't really pick a winner at this stage. Yep. Okay, uh, so the two games that we can watch because uh, it says for uh, game seven for the Grizzlies and Lakers and Kings and Warriors, the TBD. So the times have not been determined. Is that normal? Is that? Oh, uh, yeah, because um, because it's best of seven. So um, Lakers lead three two, and so the Warriors, if they win okay. tomorrow, they oh, don't right. need a game okay. seven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So um, I feel like those two games should end tomorrow, but you never know. Okay. It's just uh. So Warriors, we'll see and, how Warriors and Kings, 10 a.m. tomorrow, and Lakers and Grizzlies, 12.30 tomorrow. And uh, Sunday, uh, Nugget Suns, as we mentioned, and, uh, oh, that's annoying, 3 a.m., Knicks and Heat. That's <laughs> that's not good yep. for us. It's not good. <laughs> no. All right. Um, but yeah. Awesome. Well, exciting to have you back and talking NBA. I've been having a, I mean, it's been a nightmare. <laughs> At least my Nuggets are doing all right, but my AFL team and obviously Arsenal's just having a nightmare. Oh, At the yeah. moment, I'm not having it. Yeah. Don't want to mention I've seen your city jersey on there, so it's a job on it. So it wasn't a good match uh, to watch the other day. Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, uh, good to have you back on yeah. here. Um, yeah, and, good. Uh, good way to finish the show on a Friday. Thank you very much, Jay Singh. No worries. Thanks, Sam. See you, mate. Um, good flashback from the past to have him um, uh, talking basketball. But that's where we wrap things up today uh, on the Sports Desk. Uh, I've been Sam Manhennett. Uh Make sure you keep up to date with our podcasts, uh, social media, Sports Desk, Sin, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. And we'll be back on Monday from 5pm, back on Friday as well, same time. To keep you up to up to date in the world of sports. 
Uh, thank you very much for joining me this afternoon. I'll see you very soon. This has been the Sports Desk on Sin.